Hello there! Welcome to this episode of Force Ghost Conversations. This is your host, Anthony King, and this week, in honor of March being Women's History Month, I'm going to celebrate some of the amazing female characters in the Star Wars galaxy. Now, before we get started, I'm inviting you to join the conversation with us. We can be found on Twitter at Force Ghost Pod. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok just by searching Force Ghost Conversations. Look forward to connecting with you on those platforms. And also, please be sure to rate, subscribe, and review the podcast on your listening site of choice. Without further ado, it's time to gather around the campfire for some Force Ghost Conversations. Okay, everyone, we are back, and it is time to get into this wonderful episode that I have been planning for a while now. There are so many great female characters across the Star Wars galaxy, both uh, on camera and behind the scenes, and I just want to take some time today to uh, celebrate all, uh, at least a few of these wonderful characters. Uh, So we'll get into that discussion a bit more later in the episode. But before then, I want to get you all caught up to speed on the latest news and happenings that are taking place around the Star Wars galaxy in a segment that we call here at Force Ghost Conversations, Cloud City Gossip. So first, we got an amazing, amazing new cover for the upcoming book, Star Wars Shadow of the Sith. The book is written by Adam Christopher and will be released to the public on June 28th. Now, if you're able to go on StarWars.com to check out this cover, it features Luke Skywalker, Lando Calrissian, and an unknown figure donning a red lightsaber. So we're going to have to check out the book to find out who that person is. You can also read an excerpt from the book on StarWars.com, and I personally cannot wait to check out this release. This is one of my highly anticipated Star Wars projects of 2022, finding out more information about what happened uh, between Return of the Jedi, Force Awakens, and see how it may tie into the Rise of Skywalker and Rey's lineage. Also, big congratulations to friend of the show, Dan Zare, host of Coffee with Kenobi, on being announced as one of the Celebration Stage hosts, along with Amy Ratcliffe. Now this will be at the upcoming convention, Star Wars Celebration. Now, in addition, some of the first guests were also announced this week, including Anthony Daniels, a.k.a. C-3PO, Ian McDermott, a.k.a. Emperor Palpatine, Darth Sidious, what have you, and Ashley Eckstein, a.k.a. Ahsoka Tano, uh, are announced as the first guests to be joining the celebration uh, grouping. I guess if you want to call it that. Joining as other guests will also be Lucasfilm's Doug Chang, and Steve Sansweet from Rancho Obi-Wan. And as Force Ghost Conversations will have a presence down in Anaheim during Star Wars Celebration, we will continue to report more guest announcements as they're released. And uh, we hope to see you all at Star Wars Celebration. I know there are a few single-day tickets available, so if you're interested in attending the, uh, the convention... I highly recommend doing so. Uh, (laughs) So we look forward to seeing you there. Uh, And then on the other side of this break, we'll be back for our main topic of the day, celebrating some of the amazing female characters in Star Wars. We'll be right back. Okay, welcome back. 
the Force Ghost Conversations. And as I've alluded to several times in this episode already, you already know what we're going to be talking about here in our main topic segment here. This is a celebration of the amazing, at least a few, of the tremendously vast catalog of female characters all across all of Star Wars. Um, now, I will caveat my little... So I put together like a little like five-person list, and this is absolutely not a top five list at all. This is not a ranking of female favorite female characters in all of Star Wars. This is purely just a celebration. This is just a... a, a a mere list just to of, of names that you know popped out in my head for various reasons I wanted to just talk about and celebrate. Um, I could also this is also just the, their characters in Star Wars, right? I think I made the distinction a little earlier in the episode where you know there are so many amazing female personalities, both behind the scenes that have helped make these movies come to be, uh, the actors alone that you know, are a part of the Star Wars galaxy in one way, shape, or form that brought these characters to life. And then the actual just characters themselves, right? So this is going to be purely just the characters themselves. And another important caveat, too, is I focus purely on live-action Star Wars. So uh, the the films and The Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett up until this point. So if, you know, a, char- a wonderful, amazing character such as Ahsoka Tano is not included in this list, unfortunately, maybe perhaps another day down the line, but I also think Ahsoka may get her own episode at some point uh, <laughs> in the in, th- in time here on Force Ghost Conversations, just truly celebrating all the wonderful work that, of that character, the journey, as well as Ashley Eckstein uh, and... Uh, um, even Rosaria Dawson uh, adding some uh, some some wonderful uh, additions to the nuance of that character as well through the Mandalorian Book of Boa Fett. But as I've alluded to, this is purely just a, a straightforward list here. Don't look into it at all. This is not a ranking whatsoever. This is just me just pointing out some of the great things that I, I've come to appreciate over the years. Uh, so why are we doing this? March is obviously Women's History Month. This is a time to really dive into and celebrate the amazing accomplishments that women have done across all of history and currently and looking towards the future and trying to pave ways for more female representation and inclusivity uh, across all all sex and genders. So um, this is really uh, my attempt to kind of add to that canon a little bit and get uh, some more of these people not- you know, recognized and, and so on and so forth. So we're going to be tackling that a bit. I also want to mention that I did not include what you would probably consider the big three of uh, female characters in Star Wars, right? So we're talking obviously about Princess Leia Organa or General Organa, depending on uh, when uh, in the in the timeline we we come across her. Uh, Padme Amidala, both the Senator and Queen of Naboo from the prequel trilogy, and Rey Skywalker from the sequel trilogy. Of course, uh, they are you know probably the main female protagonists in all of Star Wars, uh, and we will get them in time again similar to the ahsoka of it all they deserve their own episodes a lot a big deep dive i mean you could even just deep dive into some of their just little moments of of their characters within one of the movies or even some of the animated stuff that they appear in uh, especially the clone wars and rebels right so this is a list primarily focusing on people in live action and uh, some more of the supplementary characters uh, in the Star Wars galaxy. So to start, 
I'm going to go with the character that first appeared in Return of the Jedi, uh, and then has recently had a resurgence through films such as Rogue One, had a brief appearance in Star Wars Rebels, and will be upcoming or uh, appearing in the upcoming Andor, Cassian Andor TV series on Disney Plus. And this character is none other than Mon Mothma. Of course, the character is portrayed in Return of the Jedi by Carolyn Blackiston, and then was even brought back for episode three, Revenge of the Sith, in a deleted scene by Genevieve O'Reilly, who then portrayed the character again in Rogue One, did the voice of the character in Star Wars Rebels for a few episodes, and then even will be portraying the character again in the Andor series, as I alluded to before. Now, what do I? What are my some like my my thoughts on Mon Mothma? Why do I think this character is so so interesting and cool? If you really go back to, I guess the the first time you're you're introduced to the character in terms of like the year of it all, uh, 1983, Return of the Jedi, right? She's in that briefing room, kind of explaining the whole battle plan of the second Death Star, and the, the stoicism in that performance is is really powerful, and that stands out to me. Uh, there's real depth and weight when she says, "Many Bothans died to bring us this information." Like they know the weight and the gravity of what is going to be taking place here. They know the, the first Death Star. You know, sometimes the lightning strikes in one place, and you. And you're trying to get that lightning in a bottle to happen again. I, I think this is they she in that moment understands that this is kind of the last stand for the rebellion. If this isn't it, then no one else is going to do it. So I think there's a great like weight and understanding in in that little performance. And I know the expanded canon, the EU, the former EU legends really dove into the character. Um, in terms of like the post return of the Jedi setting up the new Republic government. Now, even current Canon has done that as well. And unfortunately it's been a while since I have read up on, on those things. I know she's involved in all this stuff and helps set up the, the, the government similar with with Leia and stuff like that. So uh, that still exists, but we're talking about the character as we're portrayed in uh, the live action sense here. And I really appreciate that the, the, the connectivity of it all bringing the character like a person that's in a deleted scene in revenge of the sith like come on who thinks about that i mean that's not even canon in a way and then it brings them back i mean gosh good good on genevieve o'reilly to 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 keep the the, the role in her own pocket for for that long but in Rogue One, the character is just so, so powerful. I mean, what about diplomatic prowess in the face of evil? Like, that whole... Obviously, even when you're in a a office setting or, you know, you're, you're dealing with a group of people, different opinions are going to be at the table, and someone needs to be kind of the head of it all. Listening, making a decision... At, doing what you can with the best of the, the the situation, right? And at the time, the rebellion, the alliance, whatever you wanted to call it, if not everyone agreed to it, then it didn't happen. And sometimes <laughs> uh, decisions need to be made when 
not everyone is in full agreement for the betterment of the cause, right? If that were the case, then Noor Jabel, who's saying, I think the rebellion's finished when the first, like when the attempt uh, to go to Scarif and get the Death Star plans is, is even proposed. But she's there. She's stoic. She, I think she understands the weight of it all, where, what they need to do, but she's, she also understands in politics that the group needs to, like the majority needs to decide on something instead of one person. That's the point of democracy is that everyone has a voice in the room and that the majority decide, right? It's not, it's not a dictatorship. It's not what the, the empire is literally doing with, with uh, Palpatine, just literally deciding and then people are just going along with it. That's oppression. That is not, that is the opposite of what the rebellion is trying to in- implement here with the, the ideals that they fight for and that they stand for. They, uh, so, that, and then also to have that that whole like knowing that the the, the stakes and the, the potential death and destruction that can be caused because of the Death Star, but also being calm and and, and pre- in her presence about that, right? I think I think that's very important to note too. So that's just one character here, Mon Mothma. Another one has gotten a big renaissance recently, um, both in terms of. The Mandalorian, where we're first introduced to the character, get a little bit of that uh, of this character's flavor in the Bad Batch, and then the Book of Boba Fett, we get a lot more of this character. And I think if you're following along with me at home, you can probably guess who this is at this point. But we're talking about none other than Fennec Shand, Fennec Shand, Master Assassin, or are she still an assassin? Who knows? Fennec Shan is portrayed by none other than Ming-Na Wen, which is a person that is near and dear to Disney canon. The fact that she's in Star Wars now is just icing on the cake for her wonderful career, of course. She is the voice of uh, Disney animated star Mulan. She has a character portrayal in in the, the Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. TV show as Agent May, who's really, really awesome in that show. Probably one of the standouts, I would say, over the... the if you if you're ever to go back and rewatch his episodes, which I know are on Disney Plus now, she, especially in the book of Boba Fett, I love that we get more time with her, and I know that's a major criticism of the show early on is that we didn't get enough of her. But once episodes three, four, and then towards the end of the season, episode seven, you really get a lot of really Fennec Shand. And, and her journey as a character, right? She's no longer this quote-unquote master assassin. She still has the skills, of course, right? So we, we see her take out all of those, uh, the the dishonorable people, the, the mayor, Mokshais, uh, the, the, the families that turn on Boba and, and the, the pikes, like the leadership, right? She takes those out. She does a lot of great action sequences with her cool costume and outfit. I mean, gosh, wow. Um and 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 her uh, her wonderful assassin skills. We've seen that, of course, in the Mandalorian, and 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 uh, you know a little bit in Bad Batch too. And she's trying to hunt down Omega. Um, so that's all really great stuff and all. But like the nuance of the character and how she, not necessarily like there's a journey there for her believing in Boba's cause. Like she's coming along for the ride to start a little bit, but towards the end there, she's she's in full belief. But Honestly, what I think that is is very important to note about her character is that she, and I think a lot of people can probably relate to this, is she's a voice of reason in the room, especially for Boba Fett. Like he's an idealist; he's never had this opportunity to 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 lead or rule. He's got he's got some very much some transformational leadership ideas about himself and wanting to let people self determine themselves. 
But at the same time, there has to be some realism of the practicality of implementing those ideas. And oftentimes when you have too many yes people in the room, right, you, you don't get the the opportunities to to say the things that, that need to be said in order to like ask the questions like, can can this be done? Why are we doing this? How is this going to be done? There are other extenuating factors that we're not aware of. And I think, honestly, Fennec Shen really adds to that uh to the, to the to the book of Boba Fett canon. And I think that Boba Fett is a better leader and character because of that. She's like, we need to get more army. We need more muscle. We know how to get that muscle. I can go reach out to the Mandalorian. I can try and hunt them down, right? Like you have these ideas to to, to rule and be a uh, be the, the daimyo of Tatooine. But what does that mean in reality? And and uh, can you actually do this? What is your, what is your idea here? I know you want to do this and be a leader, but you now you got to think about Spice is a big money maker going through here. Like how do how do we make money as a daimyo? How do we make sure that prosperity is here for all? Like those are important questions to be asked, and the strength and courage to do so uh, is very important. Uh, so uh, that that's why I think that Fennec Shan is a really great character, and I'm really proud that we're getting more time with her. Obviously, throughout the course of um, maybe we get more through the book of Boba Fett. I think she's always going to appear up more in Bad Batch, maybe season two. I would also probably go to estimate that the Mandalorian is not off limits to Boba Fett and uh, Fennec Shan. So these stories aren't aren't ending anytime soon. Another amazing character that I'm going to discuss here for a brief moment here, but I think this character could also have probably her own episode uh, if you really want to do a full deep dive into the, the like a character study is none other than Kira, portrayed by the uh, wonderful Amelia Clark, um, who is obviously from Game of Thrones notoriety as Daenerys Targaryen. Kira is a character that's introduced to us in Solo, a Star, a Star Wars story. And she is the, I don't know, we, we see the many stages of Kira. Uh, at the beginning of the movie, she is this... Um, I mean, obviously, if you're looking at from like a film perspective, Kira is the quote unquote femme fatale to Han. Uh, she is this uh, uh, person that, is, you know, turns on him at the end, quote unquote. But I think that's not entirely true. I mean, from a certain point of view, you can believe that. But there's more like depth and nuance to that decision, right? Uh, she is a survivor. Similar to Han. They're both kind of two sides of the same coin here. Han will do anything to survive. I think Kira will do that as well, right? She was, they just, they just, I, I mean, metaphorically, when you're looking at the two paths that they were set on, that they're, they're both kind of cut from the same cloth there. They're both, you know, Corellian uh, scum rats that were forced into this life of, of poverty and stealing and whatnot, and then forced to work for Lady Proxima. You get a little bit more of that, of course, in the, the Most Wanted book by Ray Carson. I believe Ray Carson. Don't don't quote me on that. I'm just thinking off the top of my head here. So if you want to learn more about you know their relationship, that's kind of Han's first girlfriend, first kind of loving relationship is with Kira. So that's and and that's his reason for coming back, and or at least wanting to come back to Corellia, getting enough money so they can get off and and go explore an adventure in, in the galaxy together. Kira, I mean, Han is obviously sent to the Imperial Academy and, you know, we see how that ends up in Solo. But Kira is kind of sold into Crimson Dawn uh, and and is forced to 
do some terrible things in the name of uh, a mall and Crimson Dawn and uh, and uh, Dryden Voss, right? She's she rises, she goes up the ranks. I'm not necessarily sure that she believes in exactly everything that she's doing, but she's a survivor at the end of the day. She's going to do exactly what she needs to do in order to make it to the next day. Similar to Han, they're I mean they're very very close to each other in that regard, and that's why I think that they were so connective early on. They relied on each other for their survival. So. What is super important to me about Kira is like the understanding and empathy for others, right? She she knows she can read Han. She reads Han like a book. She tells him, "You are the good guy," right? You're you're. She knows before like steps like, before it happens, right? She she knows like you're. She's gonna like he's gonna help you. He's gonna <laughs> he's gonna help out the the cloud riders. He's gonna help out. Like she she can see that a mile away. She she's a good read on character. She's she has the empathy to understand all that and where people are coming from. And she understood, she understands that a life in Crimson Dawn is not for Han. So she makes the choice for him that he has a bit more freedom and self and is able to determine his own path, which sets him on 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 his destiny, of course. Right. She gives him that that by making the choice that she makes, she uh, you know, not only cuts herself off from him, but saves him from the 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 <laughs> the watchful eye of Maul which I don't think Han could have ever went up against Maul on Dathomir and, and, and uh, come out on top. I mean, I would love to see it make Solo 2 happen, right? I want to see this story come to be. But that survivor instinct and that caring for someone that she had been with before, like a, a truly loving partner, that's powerful. And that's real strength in order to like see the bigger picture at hand and understand that like he doesn't deserve this. He's a good person. He like, we should be really like in a way thankful to Kira, like this personal sacrifice that she made for herself. Like she didn't have to do this, of course. And I, of course, like it, it tears Han apart. Like you could see that on, on all Narenreich's performance. And like that when he, when the yacht is flying away, like he knows what she's done uh, and he's being left behind. He's there with Chewie. He's, he's, he's going to go set his own path and he doesn't have the overwatching eye of either the empire or Voss uh, or Maul crimson dawn over him like he can set his own path here kira is fascinating i i can't wait to to dive into more of this character and i hope we get a lot more i know she's in the war of the bounty hunters comic line as quote unquote the head of crimson dawn since at that point in the timeline maul is dead so there's just a lot more fruitful storytelling to be shared there about what happens in the post solo underground underworld era Another character that I wanted to really highlight here through this list is Jenna, who is portrayed by Naomi Aki. And we only have one instance of this character so far, and that is in The Rise of Skywalker, Episode 9. Now, Jenna is a former stormtrooper who, along with several other stormtroopers at a battle, unfortunately, I don't have the, the battle uh, in my notes here off the top of my head, even. Uh, they, they just kind of, like, similar to Finn, they stood up against the... They rebelled against uh, the the First Order. They laid down their weapons. They weren't going. They were told, I believe, to murder civilians right there on the spot, and they they didn't. They fought back, and then they went to the. Oh, I apologies here again, but the, the the planet where they go to, where the the remains of the Death Star are, um, and kind of set up uh, set up shop there because it's not a safe galaxy for people, uh, especially when you are former stormtroopers that have. Uh, you know, gone against the first order, uh, you know, you're kind of a wanted target at that point. So uh, the strength 
and and uh, and survival instincts of Jana are 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 you know very important and powerful in the Star Wars story. But what, I mean, she has that great connection with Finn. They, I mean, their stories were very similar. You know, taken from families at young ages. You know, they don't know where they come from in the galaxy. Uh, but they do stand up for what is right. They recognize what is wrong. They, I mean, the force guides them in, in mysterious ways, right? She just said, so that's that feeling, that connection, like that, that understanding of this is wrong. I can do something to be, to not be a part of this. I can lay my weapon down. That's very Jedi like of them. Uh, I mean, it's, I don't want to speak one way to another because I'm not sure if we have those answers in canon yet. I know that the, the, the idea for Finn to be force sensitive is definitely out there and I support that wholeheartedly. Um, but maybe Jenna is too. I mean, that'd be very interesting. I would love to see more female, uh, quote unquote, force sensitive characters in the galaxy. But just the fact that she's a stormtrooper uh, that helps to lead this little rebellion, it just goes to show that anybody can be a rebel, a rebel in their own and in their own right. Stand up for what is right when you believe it and when you recognize that there's true tyranny in the world. But something that I also really appreciate about the character, and I hope that is explored in future storytelling because they really set this up at the end of the rise of skywalker of course is like the searching for the identity like this is a person that wants to know more about her lineage about her past about where she came from in the galaxy how that may influence her like there's a whole family that she doesn't even know exists out there even though she's cultivated a family along the way i mean that's very true and near and dear to all of star wars is understanding who your family is and and deciding if that is a part of that you want to be a part of that family or not that's a true true uh question that is a part of the entire star wars galaxy and, and the canon up to this point i mean look look at ray look at luke yeah there are questions about where anakin comes from and all that so like it, it, it's not like it's a a brushed aside plot point at all so i hope that and you know and lando of course is a true adventurer he'll go anywhere in the galaxy if i know he's, he's along for the ride yeah <laughs> I think that um, that would be very fruitful for a great uh, you know, Disney Plus series. I would, I would love a movie, but I, I think that, you, you know, if you were to do a Disney Plus series, I mean, maybe even animated, something like that, you could really do one episode each about them just like traversing through the vastness of the galaxy and trying to hunt down, maybe not hunt down, but search. I have to search and discover for <laughs> the... Um, for the lost family that that Jana has, and that is uh, super powerful to me. I think we're all searching for a little bit of ourselves and identity, and that that struggle every day is is really important and powerful to a lot of people. So, Jana is a very interesting character. I hope that we get a lot more of her in future Star Wars storytelling. And finally, on my list that I just wanted to highlight for amazing female characters in the Star Wars galaxy is none other than Paige Tico. Of course, her sister Rose is a prominent figure in the Resistance. She is, of course, helps Finn uh, at Canto Bight and is at the Battle of Crate in The Last Jedi. And she uh, reviews uh, the old Star Destroyer specs and is a part of the Resistance uh, final stand at Exegol and The Rise of Skywalker, uh, portrayed by the great Kelly Marie Tran. But this is... Um, Paige Tico, uh, the sister in Star Wars canon to uh, to Rose, and uh, Paige is portrayed by, and I hope I pronounce this right. I 100% apologize to the actress if I get this wrong, uh, so please forgive me on that. Um, I looked up how to <laughs> pronounce it, and there wasn't a, a YouTube video or any anywhere else like that phonetically spelled it out. So I'm going to do my best here. Absolutely, uh, be O Tan Van. I hope I got that right. Again, apologies if not. Uh, 
it portrays the character in Star Wars Episode Eight, The Last Jedi. And this character is a part of that last kind of bomber that um, flies over the Imperial, uh, not Imperial, but First Order Dreadnought, the uh, Fulminatrix, uh, captained by Captain Kennedy, who's another uh, awesome character. Non-female, though, at least to my understanding, doesn't identify as female. Um, but what we get is like that wonderful sequence where she understands the weight of what she is doing. Uh, and the just that Ryan Johnson does it wonderfully how the, the stakes of that moment are. Um, they are the last bomber over this. They've all been destroyed. Uh, the other in the and the other bombers in the fleet as they're trying to take out this dreadnought because that'll destroy the entire resistance fleet as they're escaping. Uh, now, of course, the rest of the movie portrays as 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 we know it, but there's at has given the information that we know this character is the only person standing in between dropping these bombs on this red knot that could take out this entire planet killer and fleet killer basically. And right. She's, she's stuck at the bottom. Like she's just a character that is thrusted into this moment and she stands up exactly for the, the greater good and for family. And just she understands what she has to do in order to ensure that the, the payload is dropped. She she goes the extra mile here in this moment and she makes that ultimate sacrifice for 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 herself, for her family and for um, for the resistance at large and, and for the for the overall galaxy at this point. I mean, if it wasn't for that wonderful powerful sacrifice in that moment uh for her and you know giving herself up taking away her own life uh, so that others may survive and and persevere and move on right that that gives her uh, that gives other characters motivation to continue she becomes a resistance uh, like a, a martyr in terms of the resistance lore it's just a, a very powerful moment that is always something that has stood out to me i can sometimes get teary-eyed when i when i watch that scene because i know the weight and gravitas of it and it's not a decision that is made lightly of course i think the actress really does a great job uh you know knowing the full weight of what is being done and what needs to be done and making that choice in that moment right that is a, something you know not to that extent necessarily but we all just people have to make choices hard choices in difficult moments oftentimes while well, having to do much thinking and reviewing the things around you so you usually have to go with your gut instinct and i think she she went with the most appropriate one in the, in the instance here and in circumstance so i just wanted to highlight page tico uh as a character in memoriam rest in peace page tico uh the resistance for uh will never forget uh your sacrifice uh at the the, the battle of um that that that's not uh that's uh the battle of the car i guess uh the neolenian system so <laughs> there's always so many things going on in my head about uh what, what planets are and stuff like that so uh, uh that's just a little inside baseball there um but those are just some of the top. It's obviously not a top five list at all. There are vastly many more amazing, wonderful female characters in all of Star Wars. This is the thing that we can continually keep coming back to and just highlighting more and more as 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 future stories are told. More characters are added into the Star Wars family. Um, we didn't talk about really about anybody on on the and the the Empire or the First Order or the. Um, we obviously didn't go into the animated stuff. Uh, or too much into the um, into the, uh, the the 
the, the TV sphere, if you want to call it that. The, the at, at this point it would be the Mandalorian, the Book of Boba Fett, which is a little bit here, but obviously there's a lot more that we can do, and and uh, I look forward to that. I mean, this is amazing. The the great work that is being done both behind the scenes too, because we obviously highlight the amazing work that is done there in order to make these films a reality and possibility is something that is 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 incredible to note as well. So that is my five list here of wonderful, amazing female characters in the Star Wars galaxy. Who are some of your favorite female characters? I would love to hear that. Please connect with us on our social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter. Would love to hear from you all about this. So uh, be sure to connect with us there. Continue to share the, the show with your friends. Rate, subscribe, review the podcast on your listening side of choice. We really appreciate it. It helps us to expand and reach new audiences. And with that, we'll be back next time next week with a brand new episode talking about something in a galaxy far, far away. But until then, I hope that you have a great week, everybody, and may the Force be with you.